This is Prithvi. This is Rana. And you're listening to Step Into Our Sneakers. Hi everyone and welcome to our 13th episode. Hey guys. We're so excited to be here. <laughs> yeah, so um, this week we've chosen to talk about romance in media and uh, how we interpret it. Yeah, so there's like a lot of ways we could look into it and you know we thought it was a very important topic because i think all of us at one point in our life has been have been obsessed with rom-coms me still so um we just wanted to like we thought it would be a nice topic to talk about yeah so um i think the first thing we want to talk about is about how in general most of the time uh, you know romance movies and rom-coms are quite unrealistic and and those are all in like different aspects okay so the first thing i think we wanted to talk about is um chemistry between the characters and i think everyone that has watched a rom-com or has watched like a tv show based on romance you see that the characters like the people that play the characters are way in their mid 20s um, almost in their 30s and you know the kind of they've uh, this is weird but you know they're wiser i guess <laughs> but you know they're older and uh, they've you know gone through high school they've gone through the weird awkward phases and they've come to the point where the chemistry between the characters is good and you know it's it's not awkward and it's easier than what we go through and that really forms like this false image for people because that's not how it really is because like all, most of these shows are based on, on like high school kids who are 17 and 18 and you know, this kind of chemistry really doesn't exist if you see it like your real life yeah and i mean before we go ahead like one thing i forgot to mention was that um most of these are like american based uh, shows and movies and then and i as um indian teenagers may have may have a different opinion than the people viewing it say in the west right so this is just uh, how we interpret it depending on the uh, you know culture and society that we've grown up in like it actually might be relatable to the people watching it like in the us and stuff but it's not we can't say the same for ourselves yeah like in our school if the teacher sees a boy and girl talking to each other uh, all hell will go loose you know it's a it's it's just not as acceptable and you know uh, kitty and i are really privileged to be in like the higher um spectrum of society i guess you could say and um you know we still see it so it's it's we don't relate to it at all i'm pretty sure any other indian who indian will relate with us you know yeah and i think the other um unrealistic aspect of like romcoms and stuff is um how they end and how everything always always works out most of the time like 98% of the time and um it's just not very um realistic to what actually happens in real life yeah that's true and like um again going on the unrealistic expectations where it's you know everything works out perfect in the end 
um you know it, while it's very wholesome like the main reason i watch rom-coms is because when things end up it like end up perfect in the end you know it makes me feel good like i feel good after watching the movie or the show you know and it's it's really great but i think there has to be more representation of when things don't end up perfect like while there is i think there needs to be more movies and shows about such things because you know in the real world these kind of things don't happen and while it is very sad it's just the reality of things right so i just we just think that you know there should be more again representation of things not working out fine and things not being perfect and unicorns and rainbows you know yeah like rena said about representation of movies you know that probably don't have the ending that we expect about you know everything working out fine so i think the only movie that i have watched that didn't have such an ending was um, my best friend's wedding so for those of you who haven't watched the movie i guess spoiler alert but basically the the movie is about how in the end she doesn't you know get the guy and he's not in love with her too like she's in love with him but he's in love with someone else and she feels that you know you know he'll you know if he finds out that i'm in love with him he'll like drop her and leave her and come running to me and you know it doesn't happen and he you know stays with uh, the woman that he loves and that's how the movie ends so another really great example of like movies that have represented things that don't um end up perfect is a uh, call me by your name um it has um, it's starring timothy chalamet and uh, army hammer and uh, in that they're both in a relationship oh and also mentioning that it represents the lgbtq plus community and um uh, yeah it's it's just a really if you haven't watched it i would highly recommend because it's a really great movie because it really shows that things don't end up well because they're a gay couple and then um so army one of the characters his um parents don't approve of the fact that he is in love with another man and he goes back to his he goes back to america he comes to another country but he goes back and he gets married to a woman right so and it really leaves timothy chalamet the character heartbroken so that's like another movie that you know, why not wholesome it also shows really the reality of things i would if you don't like the fact that rom-coms always like end up perfect i think this movie is really good for like that dose of reality and it's overall just a really great movie and i think it really captures how the what the community has to go through overall yeah and like you know some other okay, so now some examples of how you know things uh, always work out even sometimes in unrealistic situations or you know things that wouldn't have worked out in real life so you know one which comes to mind is the kissing booth and how in the second movie against spoiler alert she practically cheats on her boyfriend in front of a crowd of god knows how many people she kisses another guy and somehow they get back together at the end of that and um i i'm not like a relationship expert or anything but i personally believe that if ha- that happened in real life that couple would not have recovered from that kind of public humiliation 
Yeah, seriously. And like, for me, if I was in a relationship and my significant other cheated on me, that's the end of the relationship. So, yeah, that, that's like basically what we wanted to talk about, how, you know, movies are, you know, most of the times very unrealistic. And a lot of people look to them uh, for hope that things will work out in the end. And that's honestly great. I do that too sometimes. I, I know for a fact that Rena also does it. But um, yeah, we just wanted to highlight how, you know, we shouldn't have be under the false opinion that that is how it will be in real life. Yeah. So another thing we wanted to talk about is in a lot of movies, I'm pretty sure everyone must have seen a movie like this, is when um, one of the protagonists in the movie or both have an illness and in the movie basically the illness romanticized and it's made to seem that you know oh if I have that illness too then you know like my I'll have a love story like this you know it really just you know it makes people think such kind of things like you know oh this will only happen to me if I'm like in a grave situation like this like you know if I have a terminal illness then then only I'll be able to find love like this and you know one of the movies that comes to mind is uh, Five Feet Apart yeah so in uh, Five Feet Apart uh, both the main characters have different types of a disease called cystic fibrosis and um, basically the movie is about their love story and um, so one very striking thing in the movie is about how they break a very important rule for patients that have cystic fibrosis or CF. And um, so basically uh, for people that have CF, they have to stand six feet apart from each other to uh, prevent cross infection from occurring. Cross infection is basically um, when uh, bacteria spreads from one patient to another and gets stuck in uh, the mucus that's collected in their lungs and it can be you know very dangerous uh, for both the patients so basically uh, in the movie um, the girl she uh, does she you know she creates youtube videos and all and in this one youtube video she talks about how they should stand five feet apart and not six feet apart and you know that's what the movie is based on and you know when uh, she and the guy you know they find each other and they fall in love with each other whenever they uh, you know spend time together they hold like this stick slash rod thingy which is basically five feet long and they hold two end they each hold one end of the stick and they walk so that they're maintaining that distance throughout but the whole point is that by doing so, they have, uh, you know, put each other's life at risk. And the entire movie has, you know, romanticized that concept. And uh, it's very, it's a very wrong thing to do. You know, how, how, however bad, and I mean, honestly, um, I, you know, thank God, I, you know, don't have, I don't, know firsthand what it's like to have cystic fibrosis um you know people who do you know i'm sure they also want to you know be close with their loved ones and but they can't you know because they have to maintain that rule and not you know go too close to someone else who can infect them um 
so that's one thing and you know throughout the movie there are times you know towards the end of the movie they you know come like really close to each other and in fact i think they almost kiss there's one scene in which they're both inside a pool together and uh, so when i was reading online um, uh, i read about this one um, patient of cystic fibrosis who mentioned that they would you know in their life never ever break the 6 foot uh, rule because you know simply because they don't want to put their loved ones at risk and the entire movie has glamorized the way that she broke that rule you know and you know the other guy was impressed by it and you know they fall in love yeah it's really wrong because they're completely disregarding the fact that this is a really grave illness and by violating important rules like this you know like people people are always like you know oh break the rules no one cares but with situations like this i don't think it's funny to especially make a movie about it where people will think that oh this is so cool you know oh my god wow you know they broke the rule now they can be like somewhat a little bit closer together you it's it's totally wrong because they're firstly giving they're completely disregarding people that actually have cystic fibrosis and the things they go through and then they're making a movie about it where they're completely breaking the rules of like you know the rules regarding the particular illness and yes as krishi mentioned throughout the movie they are constantly breaking the rule like at one point in the movie they were just holding hands which is like barely 3 feet apart from each other and you know they were yeah and they you know almost kissed in the movie and that that they were just like a few inches away from each other and the amount of risk they're putting each other in and they're both like they both are like at a pretty grave stage at the of the illness right you know like especially the guy like his case at i think was terminal and the doctors had said that he you know doesn't really have any chances of survival and they can't even get his lung transplant done and all so it was it basically we just want to say that this concept is completely wrong you know if you want to make a movie about an illness firstly don't disregard the rules regarding the illness as as of this illness like you the 6 feet rule it's wrong to just you know put it aside and act like it doesn't matter and then also just glamorizing it you know and making their love story great and all it's it's just a wrong concept and i don't think it's right and you know cuz if your loved one has cystic fibrosis and you weren't able to stay close to them and then you, you see a movie like this you know it's just again as i was saying the concept is just really wrong yeah definitely and another movie we wanted to talk about uh, not in this um, you know not in a bad way but uh, in uh, quite a good way actually is uh, the fault in our stars and while that also may have you know romanticized um, you know people like people having cancer but in a you know much milder manner and not so noticeable um i think overall what the movie did was it gave hope to people that were sick and you know that did have cancer and again like i you know i was reading online and there were a lot of people that said that you know after watching it we got hope that you know we can make you know make the best of our lives and 
you know we can have an epic love story and we can find love with someone and yeah i think that that's a great thing that the movie did yeah exactly like in the movie at least they didn't disregard the fact that she was sick there were a lot of scenes in the movie and the book like you know talking about the illness what it is exactly you know what they both went through and also showed that you know cancer really changed both of their lives and how they found each other through that you know so i also really like the concept of the fact that there was a support group and you know how they found each other and really spoke about the struggles of how people what people with cancer go through you know so while they did romanticize it a little bit i think overall the movie and you know the movie really did a great job of capturing what they went through and also showing that yeah people who are sick can find love and you know that it gave people hope and i think movies should be made like that and you know if five feet apart had put a little bit more um regard to the uh, sickness and you know made it a little bit more like fortuna hasn't given you know a little bit more sympathy to those people i think it would have been a really great movie as well Yeah so the last thing that Jana and I wanted to talk about was toxic relationships and I can't quite remember why we decided to save this um point for the end because it's something that we're constantly talking about and we both know that it's what we're going to probably talk for like the longest time about so we have two main examples that we wanted to talk about in uh, with regard to this um topic and they are um the after series written by anna todd and um chuck and blair's relationship from gossip girl yeah so i think i think the main reason we saved this for last is because i think it's um it's the one it's this this kind of relationship um i think we see is the most common thing like i think if you watch any tv show you probably find one relationship that was extremely toxic and how it was glamorized so yeah i think we should start off with a bang um the after series and um, if you don't know what the after series is it's about these uh, obviously two people um tessa and harden and um, tessa is basically an innocent sweet little girl who comes Uh, who's going to college and uh, she meets this um a uh, tall brooding british guy and uh, she falls in love with him and it's just basically about how he has a lot of childhood trauma um uh, that he carries around with him and you know he's that kind of typical guy that's like oh i don't date but i just fool around with girls and then leaves them feeling like trash kind of guy and uh, you know of course because she comes around and she's different so uh, you know he 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 changes what his dating rule for her and you know is like okay fine i'll date you things like that and it's basically just about how he drains her out because of all of his trauma and and basically she's just so sweet and innocent and he completely ruins her and you it just there's so much i could talk about this i absolutely loathe the series i'm so sorry if any of you guys like this series i think you should definitely look into it rethink it and um, change your opinion 
at the end our book is just basically revolving around them you know emotionally and to some extent very little physically abusing each other and um, you know the main premise of their relationship is uh, her fixing him because of the trauma he's gone through and you know whatever he did after that so um it's just you know her fixing him and him you know just being you know very bad to her and not treating her right and you know because of that she also starts uh, you know betraying him and you know playing with his feelings and after a point it's just you know both of them just emotionally draining and abusing each other and somehow in the end they end up happily ever after with two kids and i will fail to understand how after five books of constant fighting and drama and flirting with other people while they were still in a relationship and it's just it's not like you know just you know very little oh my god you're so cute it's like full on intense flirting and they do it in front of each other just to you know get back at each other after having a fight or something and after five books of all that there's like one chapter in the end about how they worked things out and lived happily ever after yeah seriously so like the first book is about her meeting him and can we just can i just really want to mention this because i can't even believe that she would go back to him after this happened so he had a bet with his friends that he would get her to fall in love with him and make and make her lose her virginity to him and what he does he ends up doing that and then he takes the bloody sheets of that night and shows it to his friends like it's some trophy and after she finds out in the first book like at the end of the first book she finds out in the second book she still ends up going back to him like i cannot believe the stupidness of this girl firstly and how i don't understand and then the second and third book are just them fighting and then i think it's four books quickly i'm sorry i think it was yeah so it's four books actually so it's five books but four books are about them and then the last book is um about harden before he met tessa but basically the second and third book is just them fighting and then finally in the fourth book she's like okay i'm done with him i'm going to be leaving and then she goes and she starts her night life again in new york city she's doing great you know she has a job she's going to enroll to school next year everything's great and and then this guy has to come back and nag her okay and then she and then after that again she gets mad at him because of something he does and then she again leaves but then he somehow again makes a reappearance in her life and then they live happily ever after i'm telling you this story is so messed up i would never recommend this book to anyone please do not read it please don't watch the movies i'm begging you it is a waste of your time and energy and i just like i it's the main reason it like blew up is whatpad and like everyone knows whatpad and like the things it has and it's really it's really bad i just would highly recommend that you do not ever even look at the books just don't because it's really i just don't i cannot copy and how horrible the books are and 
how it makes no sense that she even goes back to him in the end and not saying that she was not bad okay she was also because she also started picking up those habits of his and you know she also would say nasty things to him all the time again as Kriti mentioned they would you know flirt with other people while being in a relationship and you know after a fight and all it's just overall rubbish that's what I'm going to leave it off at <laughs> Like the other one I wanted to talk about was uh, Chuck and Blair. Basically, their uh, relationship, like I think the first the first time they broke up was because he, without her knowing, arranged for her to sleep with his uncle so that he could get back his hotel. And I don't even want to get into how epically messed up that is. And again, um, they live happily ever after, they get married and they have a kid. So it's just about how, you know, movies and TV shows portray these toxic relationships, but they don't show that, you know, they break away from that cycle of uh, toxicity and, you know, uh, find happiness in a healthy relationship again. They show that you know, and I don't think either of these people properly uh, dealt with, you know, everything that happened in their past and they just, you know, automatically put it behind them and lived happily ever after. And again, that's also very unrealistic because, uh, you know, people don't just live happily ever after about, after going so much, you know, after going through so much trauma, like, you know, especially in after, like, they're just constantly ruining each other and I don't think that it was possible for them to you know actually be happy at the end of it and so yeah it's just really surprising yeah because they'll be like oh it was the love that you know um, what mattered in the end over everything else that they did but that's like the main reason they give they'll be like yeah, the, their love was so strong for each other that they didn't care about what else had happened. And that's so wrong. And also, I think, uh, like, if you watch it, like, obviously, Gossip Girl and, like, again, after also, their main audience is young 30-year-old vulnerable girls, right? And they might go on to believe that these kind of things is okay. Like, it's okay if a person treats you like this because you know in the end that you know everything is going to work out fine and you know they love you and that's why they're doing it and they'll end up together and that's so wrong because in the reality things as Kutri said you know if this actually happened in real life they would have never been able to go over that trauma like the things that happened in those in in the after series and also like Chuck and Blair's relationship I think that one is like a super famous relationship the amount of people that ship Chuck and Blair is like crazy but it's so wrong because they were very toxic and it's it's not right to ship these people and you know it's again using my phrase again and it's not unicorns and rainbows and it's as i said as i've been mentioning it's just wrong <laughs> yeah so those are the few things we wanted to talk about about how romance and media is portrayed um obviously rena and i both you know, love watching rom-coms and stuff. But it these are just a few things that we found were wrong with them. But I don't think either of us will be able to keep ourselves from continuing to watch them. Because like we said, again, they're very wholesome and they 
you know on some level are you know sort of hopeful to the audience that you know things will work out in their life so um it's not that we have anything against them very fiercely in particular but um yeah we wouldn't necessarily have an issue if these were portrayed in a slightly more realistic manner yeah exactly because like it's coming from a hopeless romantic myself i just i love rom coms they are my favorite genre of movies and you know i as kriti said yeah we wouldn't mind if they were a little bit more realistic because we would love to see that spectrum of movies and tv shows you know cuz i think it'll just it'll just make things more realistic and you know it won't put up these unrealistic expectations and wrong things you know for people so it's it's basically i just think it needs to be portrayed in a better way right you know if you put a toxic relationship out on the media i think you should make sure that you're mentioning that these things are wrong and also maybe if it's really really toxic then make sure that you know they either end up don't end up together or they work through their issues and they show that you know they work through their issues and they made things right you know so i just think that it needs a touch touch of realism to it but overall again i i love romcoms and we would just recommend to you if you're watching romcoms not to just blindly believe things but also criticize what is being shown on tv because you know if you are a vulnerable 13 year old girl it's not good for you to believe whatever you see on screen and also us like for me and kriti i don't think we should believe what we see you know so yeah i think that's what we wanted to talk about yeah so um that's all we had for this week's episode um like we've been mentioning in previous episodes um follow us on apple music and spotify apple podcasts my bad and also leave us a review um on apple podcasts it'll be really helpful to us and definitely check out our instagram page we post updates there about our new episodes and when we're recording etc yes so go check out all our social medias And we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We'll see you next week. Yep. Bye. Bye.